comments, thankfully, are absolutely completely ridiculous. Welcome to the show, guys. It is always great to see you here. Uh, it's so much fun being live with you guys here. If you're watching this later and you haven't ever joined us live, make sure you do. Every Thursday morning, <clears throat> 7.30, Mountain Time. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, we have a ton of fun. Let's see. Zero Celsius here in Vancouver Island. So that's only 32 degrees. That's not that cold. Well, for me, 30, anyway, you know, so. Uh, Ronnie Nelson, what's happening? Uh, look at that. <laughs> Jimmy Diehart. It's cold. Looking for three-inch weenie through eight inches of Carhartt is no bueno. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Nyhart, <clears throat> I love you so much. <laughs> oh, I can't wait until you get your butt out of here for the Ride the World. Uh, that's it. another thing, guys, to mention. If you haven't heard yet, Ride the World Series of Awesomeness is Episode 5 is coming to Montrose, Colorado, April 21 through 24, and it's going to be a ton of fun. Home turf for me. I got a ton of awesome stuff planned. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, David Grave uh, finally made it live. 21 degrees in Salt Lake. Right on. I bet it's sunny, though. I, well, I don't know. I'm just guessing it's sunny in Salt Lake. It's like here. It's sunny all the time. Casey York, what's happening? Um, the uh, Dude, Nightheart, tell McQueen and uh, Craig Hoyt to come. Get off their happy little butts and get your their butts down here. Um, and yeah, we'll do a V-Moto thing. It'll be super fun. So, uh, today's high in Dallas will be 60. Nice. Right on, Ronnie. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be, I don't know what the high's going to be here in Montrose. It's going to be a lot warmer, <clears throat> excuse me, than where Ruth is going. Like I said, she's going to the Grand Mesa. It's only about an, uh, I guess it's probably an hour, 45 minutes to an hour to get up there. But there's, all oh, I think there's almost 10 feet of snow and it's super cold, so. There we go. Keith McQueen, I will tell your wife, give me her phone number. I will call, get you a hall pass. You'll be good to go. And I'm not kidding. I absolutely will do that. If anyone here ever needs me to talk to a significant other about convincing them of something, let me know. I'm real good at it. <clears throat> Mike P, 10 degrees and sunny in South Fork, right on. Always good to be sunny. Uh, let's jump right to the questions from the interwebs. Uh, again, <clears throat> most of you guys that I'm talking to here uh, have been here lots, but if you haven't, if you're new, you're watching this later or whatever, uh, we have Facebook and Instagram accounts, obviously, um, like most of us do. Uh, it's just Highland Cycles, all one word, at both those places. And usually the day before, nine times out of ten, the day before I post up uh, that you can leave a question, so I make sure I get to it. Also, while you're watching here live or later, please Ask me whatever question you want, and we will try to get to it. Um, and Roger Heard, yes, he comes in with the most pertinent answer yet. I did get Ruth to marry me. And anyone who knows Ruth knows that I married way up. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm good. Let's see. Uh, morning, boys. Hi, today's 19. Negative 6 last night in Sucky, Ohio. That, um, there you go. Nightheart has an extra room in the hood. Um, I'm built like an English bulldog. <laughs> Dude, I love it. <laughs> uh, the shirt kill wouldn't start in 23 degrees in Washington State. Oh, now Mark Payne. Why, that sucks. Uh, was it, um, uh, do you, Mark, are you one that has the Electron? Because there's a serious situation with that. Um, because Pains and Rides, uh, was having serious issues. Unless that's you. Unless you have two accounts, Mark. I don't know. Anyway, um... The uh, Paul Yancey, 
Yeah, it's it is worth rolling off the floor laughing. Anyway, all that it's hilarious. And um, all right, let's get right to it. Mike Burns from the internet comes in with what oil should I use? And then he says, "I'm just kidding." So, <laughs> we're not going down that road. But he said, "How often do you service your suspension?" Uh, let me tell you, there's two answers to that. The uh, first. How often should you service your suspension and how often do I service my suspension? So how often should you is every 40 to 50 hours, you know, somewhere in there. 40, 50, 60, somewhere in there. Um, way before 100. How often do I service my suspension? Sometimes it gets to 100. <laughs> but uh, it's because I'm busy and crazy and whatever. Um, I just need to do it more. And But really... Really, and actually, that's not true on all my bikes. My race bike, my 125, it gets its service every, it's really, realistically, about 50 hours, but um, not 40. But um, the 300 suffers, but it's brand new, fresh right now, so it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Richard Hartley, good afternoon, good morning from the UK. How's it going, man? Um, Jimmy Nyhart, do we need a spark thing for the silencer in Montrose? Yes, you do. And they will be... Um, yeah, they'll be check. Well, I don't know if they're going to be out there checking, but there's a good chance. That time of year, they usually have folks out doing their jobs, trying to check for stickers and all that stuff. So, Mike, I hope that answers your question more often than you think on the servicing suspension, just so you know. Uh, and the reason is that suspension gets really hot as it gets easy. You know, we don't reach down and touch it generally, but if you did, you touch your shock in the middle of a ride, you'll realize, holy moly, the thing got hot. Uh, and then as they sing, slide, 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 bushing material comes off, it gets into the shims, it makes it not work. And it's a real slow degradation that you don't really notice um, over time. But when you freshen it up, if you've ever done it, um, you'll go, holy moly, my suspension is like I had it revalved. So, um, do it more often. And if you don't do it yourself, bring it to someone like me or Mr. Metter and make it happen. Uh, I'm looking right now, lots of people watching, only a few thumbs ups. So if you're watching and you're having any fun at all or enjoying this or you want to support us, back out of the chat, give us a thumbs up and come on back in or my mom will kick your butt. All right. So Logan Goxa comments. He's a top fan, which is awesome. Thanks, Logan, uh, from Facebook. And it's G-O-C-Z-A. I'm going to say Goxa. I hope that's how I pronounce it. Um, uh, Jimmy Nyhart, uh, real quick, look at him and get to your thing. Nyhart, go with an FMF turbine core. Don't use the screen. Uh, even with your TPI life, it will clog up eventually and be a nightmare. The turbine core doesn't clog and it works better. So, And they're all crazy expensive, so... FMF Turbine Core, I like the uh, 2.1 is the most recent version, and it's awesome. So Logan says, I bought a used, uh, it's a 2009 YZ450F with 90 hours in it. <clears throat> I had no idea if the pre previous owner did anything to it. It now has 150 hours on it, and I'm wondering how do I know when to do a top end. No starting issues, no back fraying, nothing pointing to needing a top end. I lug the bike and maintain it well, but I want it to last a long time. Don't want to spend the money unless I need to. Should I wait uh, until it has issues <clears throat> or question mark? So that is a great, great question, Logan. I'm sure people here are going to jump in and give their opinions. Um, but here is mine, and I think a lot of people agree. Don't wait until it has issues. <laughs> Because 
when, and I don't care if it's a two-stroke, four-stroke, four-cylinder, single-cylinder, whatever, when a bike starts to exhibit issues, usually you've got problems that are now going to be way more expensive than if you had just maintained it. Um, so don't wait till it has issues. I don't like that plan. Uh, it's a, it's a plan. I mean, it, it works as Brady says, uh, best bike ever. It is one of the best bikes ever. I love those motorcycles. Um, and they are ridiculously durable. They rarely have problems, but if you wait until that thing has problems, it's going to cost you a bunch of money. Um, so at 150 hours on a YZ450, it's got tons of horsepower. It sounds like you don't ride it super, super hard. Logan, you said you lug it and kind of whatever. Um, you're good. You don't need to do anything right now. <clears throat> but I would get on a regimen of checking the valves starting now, right? Um, buy some feeler gauges. A, you know, eventually you're gonna have to buy shims. You're probably not gonna have to do anything for a while, but like buy some feeler gauges, learn how to do it, watch one of my videos, watch someone else's videos, whatever. Figure out how to check your valves on your YZ and go in there and check them every, I don't know, 30, 40 hours. Uh, I think the book calls for like way less than that, but like 15. But so check them now, start checking them. And when they start to tighten up, because they will eventually, uh, when they start to tighten up, um, then that's the time to do the top end. Um, you know, also it gives you a chance to look at the cam chain and make sure it doesn't have any kinks in it or it's not getting loose or anything like that. So that's how I would do it. Honestly, if you're just looking at an hour meter and you're trying to plan out some money, save some money, um, I would say that, oh, realistically <clears throat> around 200 hours, you probably ought to plan on a top end. Really, that's not so much for the piston or the valves or anything like that, although they'll need some love. That's for the cam chain because the cam chain on the on every four-stroke is kind of the weak link. Uh, they get hot, they wear out, and it won't break. I don't think I've ever seen a cam chain break uh, on a modern four-stroke, but what it will do is get so loose that it can skip time. So just, yeah, but you're good. That thing is burly. Um, best time for four-stroke top end is to never buy one, says Rob McCauley. Um, James, tell me what's happening, man. Um, how are you, dude? Let's see. Paul Ancy, you're saying, what you're saying is I should check my air filter once a year. <laughs> yes. Brady Metter had three of them with thousands of hours. They rock. Only weak link is the left-hand main bearing. Yeah. Um, and... Honestly, if you're not super hard on them, you won't even have a problem with that. Mark Payne, we ran a fish spark arrestor, and they do plug. Oh, screen. Then uh, they do plug. You better have a torch around you to keep it clean. Yeah, I, like I said, screen. Yeah. Um, oh, fish has a warning not to use on TPI. Huh, that's interesting, Jimmy. That's weird. Uh, da, 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 da. I watched the video of you fixing pipes. Can you fix a twisted one? Yes, Mike Barnato. I can, as long as it doesn't have any holes in it. Um, yes, I can get it good. Uh, Roger Heard, if you run Rotella, it'll last forever. Or, you know, as, just as far as it goes. Cam chains, uh, Yamaha cha cam chains will stretch, says David Gray. Yes. Uh, Shirko is a carb. Right on. That sucks that it wouldn't start, man. Sometimes you got to lay them over on their side, carburetor bike, and flood the heck out of the thing to get them to start when it's cold. 
Ooh, David Gray still got a 2003 still going strong. That's awesome. Those are amazing. Justin Monroe, the cam chain isn't the weak link. It's the four-stroke <laughs> Monroe, are you coming to Red Canyon for the T-Sec race? I'm going to be there. Uh, show up with a straight pipe and an N95 mask taped to it. You'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, I love it. There's my mom telling you to remember to give thumbs up. Um... Uh, yeah, it says the fueling is too inconsistent. I don't know why that would matter at all for a spark arrestor. Like, that doesn't mean... I don't know. Anyway, uh, Nyhart, I don't like the screen ones anyway because, like I said, they plug. So just spend the money on a turbine core and you'll be good forever. So, And I'm guessing you guys don't have... Uh, to run spark arresters often up there just because, well, first of all, it's a lot wetter there. But then also, uh, you mainly ride on private land. So, anyway. That's all the questions from the internet. What do you guys have uh, for me? What do you guys want to talk about? We are going racing. I'm so excited. Uh, Red Canyon, the first round of T-Sec is this weekend. I'm leaving tomorrow night to haul butt down there and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully give Brady a run for his money. Unfortunately, it's a 53-mile race, so that's not very long. Um, and I don't know. I'm hoping that Brady can get tired in that amount of time. Um, what could that Erzberg 22 model you had in the shop possibly need? It needs lots of things, man. It needs a Mako 360. It needs mooses in the tires. Uh, let's see. What else are we doing? Um, hand guards. Anyway. Lots of things. It's bone stock right now. Nothing at all done to it. Not nothing. I mean, it's got stock everything on it. So, yeah, we're going to guard it up a little bit. Like I said, mainly mooses and tires. Oh, we're also going to get it uh, street legal. 97, 97 XR250 pig to start when hot. Any ideas? Richard Hartley. Um, Huh. When it gets hot, I would say check the valves um, because... A lot of times if the valves are getting a little tight, when things get hot, they expand and they'll hold one open and make it hard. Uh, thanks, Brent McFarland. Thank you for the well wishes. Uh, Jimmy Nyhart, uh, all my single track is illegal. Spark arrestors don't matter when you're trespassing. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, Bruce Kennedy, it is a sweet bike, even stock. It's very sweet. Um, he probably... Um, he felt terrible, but I, I talked him out of feeling horrible, but he already put a huge dent in the pipe. Uh, we're not going to fix this one. It's not, I shouldn't say huge. It's not that big, but we're going to let him bang it up a little bit more before we actually fix that one. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he took it out. He's only got three rides on it, and he, he threw it down on the ground a few times. <laughs> but yeah, things sweet. Um, yeah, so like I said, Red Canyon, if anybody's watching this and they're going to be in the Fluvana, Texas area for the Red Canyon Enduro. Please come by and say hi. My big giant red van will be there. I'll be hanging out with Mr. Brady Metter and Eric Bryan. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, I got the 300 is going. It's broken in. It's not leaking. It's all good. Uh, I had think I got the jetting uh, figured out for here, which means all I got to do is put a couple sizes up on the main jet when I get there, and it'll be good. Brady... Q Brady giving me a hard time for having to do something to my carburetor. Um, hey, James, <laughs> the, James Tully. Hi, Cycle Dudes. How are you doing, James? Um, like, I, as you know, we got your, I think we have your stuff all coming for your XR. So, stoked about that. 
Uh, Paul Anthony, SX picks are getting tough this season. Sankey's still towing the line with the two-stroke. I know, Paul. I love it. And he's going to race a 250 with the 450s in uh, uh, on the East Coast, which is freaking rad. Um, can you get those XRC Bendix bushings? My Bendix is hanging up. Um, I don't know. I think that's what I put into mine because a guy gave them to me. Um, but I don't know if I can buy them. He just gave them to me, and I don't know. I'll check, Jimmy. Remind me. Send me a message. Remind me. I'll forget otherwise. Um, the exhaust boots to lean to oh too lean or too rich. I had a buddy. His oil system failed on an X trainer and still spooging thoughts. Um, so the the exhaust spooge really has more to do with the well, not, I shouldn't say more. It has a lot to do with the jetting. <clears throat> so not the oil in the not the amount of oil in the gas, although that does obviously play a factor, like forty to one, thirty to one, whatever. But uh, a lot of times it has more to do with jetting than that. So and it can have to do with the flash point of the oil. Some oils have a higher flash point, meaning that they don't burn until higher temps. And others have lower. Lower will spooge less. Higher will spooge more because if you're not hard on the gas and all that stuff. So there's a lot of factors, Rick. Um, yeah, lots of factors. Um, let's see. What town and state I have a free weekend? Um, are you talking about the... Um, race, because it's Fluvana, Texas, is where the race is, um, which is somewhere in West Texas. <laughs> it's south of Post, I know that. Still going with the front moose uh, from you in the next month. Right on, Bruce. Um, the moose is the key. Guy talks a ton of trash on people that have given his thousands of dollars and in, in publicly? What? Da, 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 da. His thousands of dollars, but I don't know what you're talking about, Brady. If that me, <laughs> I don't talk a ton of trash. Um, and maybe I'm missing some things. I don't know. Um, is this coffee still hot over there? The comments are definitely ridiculous. <laughs> yes, James. My coffee's still hot. Let's see. Stoked to go racing. You should go, Monroe. Yes, Ryan Seculs. The molecule is coming, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to have so much fun. Um, who do you got for Anaheim this weekend? Dude, I don't know, Casey. My picks are so bad, so, so, so bad that I, I don't even know. I'm just going to watch and have fun. I don't know about um, Webb for the one. He might, I mean, Webb's obviously a gnarly dude, but anyway. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there you go, Paul Ancy, XT Issues. Yeah, Paul is an ex-trainer guru up in Canada and can definitely help you out. The, um, and the, it's still smoking, even though the oil thing failed is, I mean, it's probably still pushing some, you know, oil through it. And I don't know exactly how, I haven't really looked into those. I've removed the oil injection system off of betas, but, um, yeah. Anyway, the, um, I, I, th like I said, this is, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm trying to figure out why Brady was talking, coming about guy talking trash and thousands of dollars. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, I know he's not talking about me, but um, I'm missing chats, which is a bummer. I don't know why the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. 
Maybe he's talking about uh, Stanky, and I don't know. I don't know the guy. I'm just happy to see a two-stroke um, out there racing. So I don't know what kind of guy he is. If that's what you're talking about, and he's a jerk, I don't know. Maybe he is a jerk. I don't. I've not even listened to a single um, interview with him. I just like seeing. Oh, there you go, Stanky. Yeah. So yeah, Brady. I don't know. Maybe the guy is a super jerk, <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just happy to see a two-stroke out there. I really, really wish that they would let 252 strokes compete with the 254 strokes because I feel like that would be fair. But they AMA doesn't see it that way. But anyway. Um, okay, any update on the Bibbs Carb Sitch? I felt his disappointment while watching the vid. No, uh, Jimmy Nyhart, there is no update yet on that. Um, he, I have gotten him the information I got from Pains and Rides. He... He actually contacted Electron. Turns out, I guess Electron is warranting a bunch of carburetors because they had some manufacturing issue with the choke circuit. They had a piece of aluminum or something get uh, like hung up in the choke circuit. I don't know, from machining. And so basically when you pull the choke, it's not doing anything. So that's why they're really hard to start slash impossible to start in the cold. Not for the reason I thought, which was that it was overflow, over full. Or, yeah, it had flowed over and loaded up the motor. So... Uh, so I told him to get a hold of Electron. We'll see. I don't know if he has or not. I got a shock at the shop right now. I got to rebuild today. So I will check in and see if he's talked to him. But yeah, it's a bummer because, you know, obviously it's an expensive carburetor and all of a sudden it's not working and he's bummed out. But, um, <clears throat> Brady Metter, Stank Dog needs to do less bong rips and more treadmill. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, take Stank to the mountains and he will be humbled. Absolutely. And like I said, I don't know the guy. I've never even watched a thing, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so Rob McCauley, he's a really good dude. Uh, yeah, again, I can't weigh in uh, on what kind of person he is. I'm just, and I don't care what kind of person he is because I'm stoked that he's racing a two-stroke out there and that he got it to the main, which is huge. Um, Barnado, yes, he does need that. Um uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Shoning. <clears throat> We've ruined two of Jeremy Wilkie's MX dudes in the mountains. It doesn't take much to ruin an MX dude in the mountains, honestly. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I've taken quite a few guys up there, you know, that are great riders. You, know, you have them out in the adobes where it's desert and fast and whatever. And like, yeah, and then we get in the rocks and it gets sad. Um, uh, the... Uh, Brady Metter, and someone needs to tear him down and prove it's a 150 or 200, not a 125. So that's a good, yeah, that's a good discussion. Is the thing really a 125? I'm partial. I gotta be thinking that I'm with Brady. It's probably not. Um, you go back in the day, lots of guys on 125 bikes were cheating and putting things and just hoping they didn't get the bike torn down. So we'll see. Um, Rob McCauley rides a two-stroke. What more needs to be said? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what else, guys? What other questions? Um, you know, again, the whole spooging thing, it has more to do with jetting than it does with the oil, the amount of oil and the gas. Although, I mean, obviously, the oil ratio matters, the kind of oil matters, but the jetting is what will probably clean that up if you want to. So any other questions, guys? Uh, like I said, oh, conditions report for here is that Delta is still brilliant and really, really good. The, um, oh, uh, Peach Valley, excuse me, is still muddy on the north sides of things. And as you go south 
the north faces get more and more snowy. So I would do, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't even bother going out to Peach Valley yet. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll be out there tomorrow morning on Facebook Live to give you official conditions report. So we'll see how it is. But my guess is there's still some soft, squishy spots. So Delta's rad. The 300, by the way, is amazing with all the work we did. It's really, really, really good. Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric Bryan, what's happening? Uh, Brady Metter, do your homework. It's a 125. It's been inspected. Oh, there you go. Uh, he shared all the info on Swap Moto and Gypsy Tail. There we go. Um, that, there we go. It's a 125. And Shoning says he likes it. The way it runs better than the 150. I, I do too. I mean, I like 125s better than 150s, but I also don't compete in National Supercross. <laughs> it's a, um, James Tully, have you run the plushy Nitro Moose? Yes, it works and feels really good, but it is uh, it wears out, in my opinion, way too fast. Um, yes, Paul, it's, if I get my new truck, I'll be there in Montrose. Yes, Paul. I like to hear that. That makes me happy. Um, that does make me super happy with Paul. Um, yeah, I hope you get the new truck. If you don't get the new truck, talk to me and I might be able to set you up a bike. Well, not might be. I will set you up a bike for the thing you can fly down, but you know, whatever. Um, Brent McFarland's going to be there in April. Yeah, that's another thing. While we're all here, whoever's watching, who is going to be here in April for Ride the World, um, episode five here in Montrose? Chime in. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's see. Uh, Mike Bardano, yeah, dirty pipe also cause spooch, so like, and dirty silencer. If you let your silencer go too long without packing, that will make it um, spooge more also, because they all spooge, right? And then what happens is it fills up the packing, and then it starts to come out. So that's what happens. So um, just make sure all that is clean and happy. And then the other thing is a little bit of spooge. Who cares? <laughs> that's how I feel. Um, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. It means there's plenty of oil getting all the bearings. Uh, dude named Eric coming from Nebraska, hopefully. I hope you can make it too. It would be awesome. Brady Metter, I know you're out. I don't ever count on you. I don't think you're even going to be in Texas. Um, Eric Bryan, yes. I hope Wyatt's coming. Maybe the whole family. That'd be cool. Um, we could find lots of things for them to do. 5280 James is a 90% yes. That's awesome. Uh, let's see what other things. Okay, I don't have any other internet questions. Casey York's trying. Yeah, dude, I can't. Dude, it's going to be awesome, Nightheart. We're going to have so much fun. So much fun. Oh, I can't wait. Um, what else in the big news things? Oh, um, I, I have to, I, I got to plug our new sponsors, um, ExtremeParts.com. Those guys are rad. I have parts on the way, showing up to have in stock, fan kits and things like that. I've been really, really happy with the quality. That Spall fan and their mounting and all that stuff is working perfectly. I love the fact that the thermostat they send me, <clears throat> a thermo switch, whatever, is rated for 100 degrees Celsius. All you Canadians, you know how hot that is. Americans, that's 212 degrees Fahrenheit, which is boiling. Um, <laughs> and I love that it's that high. It doesn't come on forever. It took forever. I had to run the bike forever to get the thing to come on um but i like that because it first of all it comes on when it actually needs to come on when it's hot uh, and then it turns off relatively fast meaning it doesn't kill the battery so it's awesome really really happy um so yeah 
did <laughs> my mom asked if I have a tricycle for her to ride. Yeah, come on out, mom. We can make uh, pumpkin muffins and hang out. It'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> who's Islander? I love it. Um, I yeah, I knew you're out on Texas too, Brady. I'm not even worried about it. Um, I can tell the packing is full. Previous owner never changed it. Smash. So yeah, fix all that, Rick, and you'll probably go away too. Um, uh, Paul Nancy metric is so much easier to understand. I completely agree. <laughs> it's awesome. Let's see. Uh, hello, dirt. You missed it again. That's all right. Watch it later. It's awesome. We had we've been having fun. Um, yeah, there you go. Roger heard mom can ride with me. We'll find the fuzzy bunny loop. Heck yeah, I will definitely have fuzzy bunny loops for everybody. Um, I was gonna ask what retire, but I'm sure you're gonna say, um, <laughs> fish please, V moto. Uh, Nightheart. So, uh, yeah, I do love the V-Moto um, tire uh, a lot, but if you don't want to use one of those, the Bridgestone X30 is a brilliant tire for our area. Um, another one that is good is actually the rear Dunlop AT81. I'm going to get pushback right there for that. But the rear AT81 is actually really good in our Adobes um, and stuff like that. Don't need a gummy anywhere. We're gonna we'll have dry creek routes, and that's rocky, gnarly stuff. And if you want to do the super hard stuff in dry creek, a gummy tire is good. But um, our rocks are sharp, and they wear things down fast. So gummies, yeah, they don't last long out here. So I'm not a big fan. But actually, so the V Moto Apex compound is really good out here, and does hold up in these rocks. It doesn't come apart like. Um, you would think a normal gummy. So anyway, that's awesome. But also Bridgestone X30, AT81 rear. What else is good? Um, oh, the IRC IXS07 or whatever. Moto tire is good for an inexpensive one. It's really good. Um, yeah, check that out. It's a, I, I think it's IX07S. I stock them and they're, they're great. Great tire. So, and they're cheap, like 65, 75 bucks. Um, let's see. Good job, man. Good luck. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Brant. I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> the uh, What was the name of the Stinger I should run on the Sherco? Uh, Mark, get an FMF um, Turbine Core 2.1. Just don't bother with anything else. And it's not because I love FMF or anything like that. It's just because the Turbine Core system is the system that doesn't clog up. I mean, eventually, someday it'll clog up, but it doesn't clog up like a screen. Um, there's Brady coming in with AT81 as junk. I, I mean, the front is the worst tire ever. Ash Shoning, how he gets along with the AT81 rear. That dude does just fine. Um, <laughs> uh, Hello Dirt says, did you see how GPX is offering a 300 two-stroke for 7,200 bucks? Okay, available this summer. Crazy price. And I think it's moved out of the reasonable price. That's ridiculous, Hello Dirt. I'm with you. 7,200 for that Chinese bike is boo. Now, I know why they did that because everything else has gone so far up <laughs> that they still figure that that looks cheap, but that's ridiculous. Um, hey, what's up, Eric Cancer? How's it going, man? Um, see there, showing fan of the ATD81, faster than both of us, Brady. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Nyhart, I use the AT81. I, so the back AT81 is great. The front out here in our dirt is pitiful and Shonen can ride anything he could ride bowling balls past me so whatever um the, yeah and Brady, see Brady says he gets along fine with it tired with no nod so yeah whatever Mr. Jeremy Shoning, former six days competitor <laughs> let's just go down that road we'll give him a hard time but um 
Uh, so yeah, he could ride anything. Like I said, I don't mind the rear. Actually, the rear is pretty darn good around here. The front, to me, is terrifying. That's all there. Um, uh, sand and mud roots, Jimmy Nyhart, yeah, for the AT81. Again, the back AT81 does fine in the rocks. It's just the front. The front is terrible. Um, <laughs> Shoning. Shoning knows he's a superstar. He just doesn't want to say it. But he will wear his uh, USA helmet <laughs> to go ride with you to let you know that he's <laughs> a badass. Uh, and I only say that because I told him he should wear it. Because <laughs> he pulled it out of his bag. Was should I wear this thing or is it too much? I'm like, hell yeah, I'd wear that thing. <laughs> if I earned one of those helmets from six days, I'd freaking wear it all the time. <laughs> So, anyway, Mike Barnato, I had no idea you were an ice climber. That is awesome. And uh, I wish I still climbed ice. I just don't. It's been forever. Um, <laughs> Brady, it's been so long. I need to I need to pull my gear out. I don't know how my hands would hold up to uh, the cold. They've, they've uh, suffered a lot. And, I, you know, my butted thumb. I don't know. But I should do it. I should go out and get back on the ice. I still have all my tools and everything like that. So... Hey, Bandit Racing, 0193. What's happening, man? All right, any more questions, guys? Uh, I got time for probably one more question. We can run a little longer here um, if we need to. Um, so, yeah. Let me know if you have any other questions. Uh, again, racing this weekend is going to be a lot of fun. The... Um, uh, what else does it say? Please visit ExtremeParts.com. Use Highland 10 to save some money. Thank you to Extreme Parts. I really appreciate them very much. Also, Vmoto, I will have a code for them very soon. They're working on that. I just signed a contract deal with them to get that code done. So, um, yeah, that's coming soon. I'm excited. Um, Brady Metter says he feels blessed even bash in the presence of the Almighty Shouting. Oh, boy, he's going to come in hot with that one. Uh, did I miss the discussion on the Billitron? If so, I'll talk to you on the side. Yes, we didn't really talk about it too much, a little bit, but there's a... the Real quick, Eric, there's an issue with the choke circuit on some of them, and they're warranting them. That's the short version of why it won't start in the cold, but we can talk. Uh, Barnado, I'm taking a 300 to race this weekend because uh, I didn't race it at all last year. Um, I was going to race it, <laughs> in freaking Pajarito, and then I wadded my brains out in the freaking practice race like an idiot. Um, see, uh, so yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to race the 300. Uh, you know, it's, boy, is it fresh, and is it good? It is so good right now, and the suspension is brilliant, thanks to TBT, Mr. Brady Metter. Um, uh, but then I just refresh it. I freshened it all up, so it's all fresh, bushing seals, oil. Oh, man, is it brilliant. Spurs foot pegs, real quick. I got to say, holy moly, are those a game? I, I had no clue that those were actually going to be that big of an upgrade. I'm not going to go deep into it. They're crazy expensive. I don't want to argue, blah, 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 blah. If you have the money and you want to add comfort to your motorcycle, freaking try those pegs. You I, whatever, honestly, a little bit hard to find the words for why, I don't know why they're so good, you look at them, you get, I, holy crap, those things are amazing, anyway, thank you Lance, amazing, anyway, um, let's see, uh, <laughs> I need a bear hug, <laughs> sorry I couldn't respond, I was doing dishes, nice, <laughs> that's awesome, um, 
Let's see, you need to bear hug Brady. Uh, so predictions, spreads, or Metter, Nyhart, I'm going to give it everything I got to beat Brady Metter. <laughs> so that's the deal. And he's laughing right now because he probably didn't even have to worry. He's going to say, I didn't have to even work hard to beat you, and you're slow, and all that stuff. I get it. But I'm going to give it everything I got because, unfortunately, it's it's a stinking 53-mile race. So my fitness is not going to come into play. Um, like I was hoping it would, but that's okay. Whatever. Um, it's going to be awesome anyway. I can't wait. I'm going to have a ton of fun. The other thing I thought about is since I got a row ahead of him and Eric Bryan, um, I considered on the first test just stopping, hiding somewhere, knocking them off their bikes, rendering their bikes useless, and then going on just to beat them. Um, and Brady, yeah. There, see, he's not even worried about it. See, I know, yeah. He's not worried about it because... He doesn't care as much about racing as I do because he used to be Mr. Fast Guy and I'm still learning. And anyway, whatever. Uh, and the 300, honestly, I think as Eric Cancer 237 racing said, I feel like the 300 might be faster than a 450 now. It's out of hand. Um, uh, Doug Gardner, when's the video uh, with Kelsey's Piston coming out? Today, 4 o'clock. It's already up. It's on the computer, ready to rock and roll. So stay tuned. It's good. Um, Brady Metter. I have pistols. I'll knock you right off the <laughs> bike or a baseball bat. I'm not afraid. I'll do anything to win. <laughs> um, uh, you sound like an SX racer <laughs> with that plan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, Bruce Kennedy. It's the only plan I got. I'm not faster than either of them, so I just got to like I gotta be uh, dirty. That's all there is to it. Um, and Roger Heard, there's always the chance that Brady's not going to show up. Which, if he doesn't show up, it means I automatically win. Because to finish first, you have to first finish. And that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, the, uh, this, uh, yeah, oh, there you go. Eric, show Brady a taco. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to contact the promoters and have them hang tacos in the trees. And that's <laughs> that'll slow Brady down and just keep pulling over and grabbing tacos. Oh, my gosh, is that a good idea? I need to get little foam tacos somehow well i don't know if i can do it before the weekend but <laughs> i need to figure out how to do that oh that'll be awesome oh <laughs> uh, i love it get in front roost skid roost and skid yeah absolutely well fortunately i got moved up to row eight brady made a huge mistake uh tactically by telling me that there might be rows open later because i signed up i got row 65 they put me, uh, you know, because I signed up late, all this stuff, so no big deal. Um, but Brady made the mistake of saying, oh, you know, they might, um, you know, have they look like they got open rows. Well, there were pre-reserved rows. The guys hadn't signed up yet. Anyway, whatever. I got moved up to eight. So now I'm ahead, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to drag feet to make more dust and all that good stuff. It's going to be a ton of fun, guys, just like this show. Thank you guys so much for sticking around all the way to the end. Punk Rock Club, what is up? I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Uh, Metters on 12, by the way. Um, and yeah, I love you guys so much. It is time to get to work. Uh, I actually have a little bit of uh, work work to do. It's been a slow winter letting um, Zach take all the stuff, but uh, it's starting to pick back up a little bit right now. I got a shock to do and some other stuff. 
Also, by the way, guys, people have been sending us things from out of state. If you're watching this and you want Highland Cycles to work on your stuff, either me or Zach, um, please let me know. We can do it. I just uh, got broken bolts out of the head for a DR350 from uh, Wally Hendricks. Just sent me that. He also sent me a DR350 shock that we rebuilt. So, yeah. Anyway, we can do that. I love you guys. If you want to support the, the uh, channel and the shop, whatever, go to the merch link below in the description. Buy some cool stuff. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. I'm not going to go into it. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for watching. I hope that you get out, spread the gospel two wheels, and as always, you know what I'm going to say. I desperately hope that what we're doing here at Highland Cycles is inspiring you guys to work on, but more importantly, get out and ride your dirt bikes! Hey, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Gospel of Two Wheels here on the audio format. If you enjoyed that, please give us a rating, share it with a friend, uh, any of that good stuff. I love you guys. Have a great day.